You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. A rock star's guide surviving the Malaysian music industry. Yo, what's up, everybody? Right. Welcome to another episode of the Rock Star's Guide to Surviving the Malaysian Music Industry. And man. This is the first episode out of the new season and I am super excited because we're going to kick it off real strong. Real educational as well, but you know, you guys just need to know the whole works and all that good stuff. So my name is Darren. I play in a band called An Honest Mistake and all these things that we're sharing and talking about, these are things that uh, I've learned over the years from the experts. So this season, we are going to talk to those experts instead of just me sharing. In this episode, we have really, really cool guy. Uh, you've seen him in videos. If you're a musician, you would have seen him in um, like review videos, uh, help videos and all that stuff. It's cool because we have Dave right here and more known as the Music Bliss demo guy. He's an amazing guitarist. Hey. He's an amazing reviewer and all that stuff. So we're bringing him thank on you, right you. now. What's up, brother? What's up? Good morning. Cheers. Thank you very much <laughs> for having me. Yeah. So what's, um, you know, so obviously you, you played an amazing uh, death metal band. You know, you're an amazing guitarist. You own some really cool guitars. Guitars that are also very rare. Um you know, you're a reviewer um, at your job at Music Bliss, which is a huge, one of the largest music stores right now and one of the most active. And uh, yeah, how, how has everything been so far for you, like 2020? 2020 was, uh, it was a sudden turn with the whole uh, quarantine thing. Yep. And what we did not expect was actually like working from home, the workload kind of doubled in a way. Right, because we did not see the the there was a sudden spike in sales lah. Mm. People were like buying recording equipment, buying instruments. It was quite ridiculous. You see the online sales. Uh, we had a lot of issues coping with it lah. Yeah, yeah. And we 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 were flamed a bit lah because a lot of people like you know why is you know the the shipping taking long and all that. Mm. But that is uh, there was a lot. Not only on our side was the issue in terms of uh, lack of stock. Yeah, but people are buying so much things during the quarantine that all the career service guys, you know, they come and pick up items from us every day to ship out. Right. It was coming to a point where they were not coming to the store to pick up items. That's how bad it was becoming. So we pack the items, we put it out ready for them to collect and boom, they don't show up because their <laughs> truck is already full of stuff. Right. You know, and then when, it, when once they, if they ever come and collect it, then, you know, it takes a few days to get out from the center. So it was quite yeah. hectic. Like. And then we were scrambling to make sure we had sufficient stock. You know, we were like ordering on the double more right. than usual. So it was, it was quite hectic like, during right. the quarantine period. Yep. Yeah, man. That's, that's true. I mean, like talking about gear and, and you know, how busy things got like during the quarantine, I guess it still kind of is because it's 2021 and people are still like shopping for gear. Um, yep. I guess it's Correct. only a progression, like, I guess. Yep. It's uh, recording equipment seems to be at an all-time high. Like mm. we were, we were, we were so much uh, backed up in uh, in uh, orders. Like for example, the Beringer UM2 interface is like the mm. cheapest interface at that at that point of time. It was under 200 ringgit. Yeah. And we had like 
in our system you can see in in negatives lah how many people have pre-ordered the item. Wow. So we reached to like the point of negative 60 to 80 you know for Wow. For <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, man. Uh, <laughs> so that's a lot. So all the budget equipment was just going out like mad lah. Yeah. And you'd be surprised that even basses and guitars right like the moment they they gave a bit of a slack in the in the in the whole quarantine thing you could come out and shop right immediately mm-hmm. that one month right there was a complete spike like everybody was buying bass guitars electric guitars and you know amps and everything boom wow it just people were still shopping actively like it was quite a surprise right, right. that's cool man that's cool i i think i think it's amazing how like you know it, like everybody thought that okay you know the quarantine everything's going to just stop you know but it seems like the online yeah. world you know because like, yeah. everybody's like doing live streaming recording at home you know now yeah. they're finally they finally have the time to actually sit down and say okay like now i'm going to record some stuff you know which is exactly. great yeah and that being said you know we're talking about tech here so the episode of today for today you know the title is if you don't know tech you're dead right so mm-hmm. you know that's that's really what it is so like the the um kind of like description that i wrote was like somebody somebody actually told me this you know last year he's like if you don't know tech you're dead you know and I, and i have to agree you know so 2021 is basically yep. like an extended 2020 All right, so now yeah. everyone is online stuck at home with very little mobility yeah. you know and little clarity to on ground shows i don't think we'll ever have on ground shows you know maybe up to maybe end of the year you know so i guess yeah, the man, question basically. the big question here is how can a person or an artist or a budding artist get themselves prepared online what are the items they need and and you know what according to you you know coming from a pro uh, music store you know what would your recommendations be so that is what yeah. we're going to discuss in this episode so yeah man so let's okay. let's get right into it so i think we we've already um narrowed things down to how uh, gear has spiked up even during the quarantine and when things loosen mm-hmm. up like like basses guitars you know amps people mm-hmm. are buying them as well So now we're we're only in February now. Bam. Okay, we're February um in the second month. What do you think is your projection or the climate for the entire year? What what do you think is going to be like tech-wise? Tech-wise, we are still seeing a, a large amount of sales in recording equipment. Mm. Mainly people are hooking up more to do podcasts, online gaming. So we are always seeing a lot of interfaces, a lot of microphones, headphones, these things are just going out all the time. So right. even in music place, I can just see in terms of walk-ins when we could have more walk-ins, right? The first floor is all the more instrument, guitar stuff, effect pedals. But you go to the second floor, you have all the recording equipment there, and the amount of people that walks in on that floor is like you know double or triple compared to what we have going into the instrument section. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm going to just I predict we're just going to keep seeing a uh, more and more sales in terms of microphones, interfaces, uh, headphones. Mainly for the podcasting group, online gaming group, that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. So which brings me to the next question of, you know, why like as as an artist, you know, if we're looking at creating content or streaming and all that, you know, there's there are all kinds of gear that will that have been created to make things mm-hmm. a lot easier. You know, for example, the other day mm-hmm. I was checking out like a camera. It's it's mm-hmm. a tiny camera, but it's it's catered. Or targeted to creators, you know, it, it's it's even given the okay. name like oh the content creators uh like <laughs> best camera, you know that kind of thing. Yep. So yeah, why so why do you think artists 
or just people in general who are doing all these like live streams and stuff, why do you think they need to invest into these kinds of equipment? Quality, number one. You don't want to sound like a tin can and look like a potato online to your crowd. <laughs> that's, that's number one. Lah. And I feel that as time has gone by, right? if you look at the gaming graphics, you look at movies, CGI's and mm. everything, everything has come to a certain standard where like, you know, people want, they need something visually and visually pleasing and something pleasant to listen to. So yeah. these kind of qualities is already essential in all your, your live streaming and video mm. work and all that kind of thing. Because I noticed that some people, you know, the content may be good. You know, you're speaking good points, you're singing a good song, you know, that kind of stuff. But if the quality is lacking, somehow the attention span, you know, just goes away. And then, yeah. especially if you're uploading on Insta or Facebook, right, you can, you're just one thumb scroll away to, you know, from someone dismissing your content completely. Yeah. So you're going to need something that is immediately going to catch the person's eye. So quality is number one. Lah. Yeah. If the video is pixelated, the audio is cracking and stuff, it's going to be difficult to retain uh, a person's attention on that that content, like I feel. That is so true. you need to invest in proper equipment to get the attention of people. Yeah, that's that's true, man. I mean, like at the end of the day, I think the first and most important thing, I guess, there is only one reason is quality. You know, I mean, yeah. you don't want to like skim on on audio or video. I think it's absolutely important not to skim on quality. Now, yeah. speaking of quality, let's maybe mm-hmm. start from the beginner, like. What are some of the essential items and your recommendations coming from a pro music store? All right. So we can look at this for both musicians and people who want to do podcasting, yeah. online gaming, that kind of thing. So there's two major factors. Number one is budget. Obviously, mm. how much money you have to spend on equipment. And second is your recording environment. Like where are you recording? You know, how, how soundproof is your particular room? How much noise is in your room? But yeah. we'll get into that more. Let's start with the most basic thing. Like you need a microphone. Yep. Right. Everybody's going to need that. You know, musician need to sing into it, you need to record guitars, you need to talk on Discord with your, your, your gaming clan, that kind of thing. So if you begin with the microphone, there's so many out there. It's ridiculous. I, people, I, I, I'm sure they're having difficulty. Like, where do I even begin yep. to choose a microphone for this kind of purposes? So we have, we can take a look at the first thing. Like there's two kinds of microphones. you got the USB crowd. you got the XLR crowd. So for the complete beginner who like zero la, squat, don't know anything, even audio production is, is going to be a hassle for him. Mm. These kind of guys will tend to lean towards a USB microphone because yeah. it's easier. You just plug and play. It's easy to set up. You don't need to fiddle with any post-production, you know, putting a compressor on or trying mm. to maximize mm. the audio to work. So USB seems to be the simplest thing. Just plug it in. And USB mics nowadays have a lot of features on it. There's uh, Because back then, if you take really cheap USB microphones and you plug it in, there is no controls on the mic. You can't yeah. adjust the gain on the mic and things like that. There's, there's only a headphone input and then you can adjust the, the volume for that. Yeah. So those kind of mics, when you want to adjust the gain, you'd have to go into your Windows audio settings, you know, right. go to the test, you know, the, the mic testing and then you got to yeah. adjust the gain there. Mm. So that, that was ridiculous like, back then. But nowadays, you know, some mics already have an onboard switch whether you want it to be high sensitivity, low sensitivity, yeah, there's even USB mics with different polar patterns. You know, like the Blue Yeti mm. was really famous. So you got different polar patterns depending on how many people you're on a record. So it just makes things easier, like USB microphones. Also, it's easy to travel with. If you are the kind of guy who is doing uh, podcasts on the go, different locations, then probably you want a simple USB mic because you can just uh, chuck it in the bag. It's just a one item, right? Mini uh, desktop stand, one USB cable, boom, you're good to go. 
Or even more basic one for those who are purely uh, just communicating online or podcasting and they are not recording any music. They can even just use their phone. You get like, a, you know, the Rode Smart Left Plus. That's already a very decent mic. Same thing, plug and play, cho-cho into the phone. Good audio straight away. Yeah. So that's a simple way to start lah, USB mics. Right. Even singer-songwriters can easily hook up a USB mic straight away. Pop. Just play the guitar, sing along, that kind of stuff. Right. But it will lack a bit of versatility there. Lah. That's where the XLR microphones tend to come in. Mm. Also, another small difference between USB and XLR is with XLR, that it tends to be lesser noise because you're hooking it up into an audio interface. Yeah, exactly. Ah, so which brings me to the point where with XLR, you will need to get an audio interface or a mixer in order to use the mic accordingly. Lah. Mm. And another thing also, it brings me to audio interfaces. How do you begin... To select an audio interface. How do you tell people the simplest yeah. way to work around an audio interface is number one, budget. You know, work with what, how much money you have because a lot of uh, audio interfaces have caught up in terms of quality. Like if you're talking like the sub, sub eight, uh, sub 700, 600, right? The quality seems to be very similar lah, between right. all those. You know, beat Behringer, you go to Focusrite, you go to PreSonus. Quality yeah. seems to be similar uh, in that sense. Yeah. But Another way besides budget to look at it is you look at how many ins and outs you need. Yeah. If you're going to be alone, you know, a single input uh, interface is enough. Mm. You're going to be recording more stuff, you need more inputs. If you need dual headphone output, you, you need to look into that. Yeah. If you're using um, different speaker setups, maybe you want quarter inch out, maybe you want RCA out. So if you're just using PC speakers, you can get like an RCA out and you can hook it up to PC speakers instead. So right. it's good to work with the kind of in and outs you need. And lastly, you might want to check what kind of software or plugins that come with the interface. Mm. And if you go further than that, deeper into that from USB and XLR, you need to consider whether you want a condenser or a dynamic microphone. Yeah. So typically, a dynamic microphone will require no phantom power and it is less, uh, doesn't pick up as much background noise in your room. Yeah. Which brings us, brings us to the point, lah, depending on your recording environment, would you prefer a condenser or a dynamic? So if you are in a place where there's quite a bit of noise, you know, you have windows open, you have your whole family watching TV in the living room or stuff like that, maybe you would not want a condenser microphone because it picks up a lot of detail. So that's where a dynamic comes into play. Whereas yeah. if you want a bit more, bit more sensitivity, a bit more detail to your sound, you'd prefer a condenser microphone there, lah. But of course, you need some basic uh, room treatment there. You want a lot of soft surfaces in the room. You don't want too much noise to be bouncing around. You don't want uh, you don't want to have a, a like a fan blowing into the condenser microphone. That's also not a good thing. Yeah. Also, you need to consider where you're going to be placing the mic. So dynamic mics, you you want them pretty close to to you know to your to your mouth lah. Hmm. Whereas a condenser, maybe if you're recording a particular podcast or gaming thing, right, and you want your face in the video, and maybe you find the whole boom arm and mic thing is a bit unpleasant to have in the shot. With a condenser, you can probably escape by putting it a bit more further because it's still going to pick up your voice in detail. Whereas yeah. a dynamic, because you know the range is a bit limited, the further you put it away, it might not pick up as much compared to a condenser mic. Lah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so far... Uh, just a quick summary is like you got to select between USB or XLR, whichever makes your work easier. And from there, you got to pick 
condenser versus dynamic depending on your recording environment. Very nice. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess that that kind of like you know sums everything up in terms of what kind of gear to get, and um, you yeah. know the recommendations as well. I guess most of it, you know, it goes on like the deciding factor would also be budget and purpose. You know, I think like yeah. if we if we discuss like all kinds of gear, we'll go on and on and mm-hmm. on. And um, yep. you know, I guess the best way is to you know just head on over to the website. You know, the description yep. is there. Um, it's so yep. easy when everything is also uh, you can arrange it according to like prices yes. or according to like popularity exactly. and and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, so, so as, like for for the for quick sales plug lah. <laughs> yeah, for the music list website you can you can search the categories audio interfaces, uh, USB mics, you know, condenser, dynamic. But if you just go to the search bar and you just type in podcast, you can immediately see like a wide range of podcast microphones there itself already. Lah. Yeah. And you can sort it from, you know, lowest price to highest price, what's available in stock, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Simple enough. That's true, man. So I guess like the last question is, um, you know, now that like uh, an artist, okay, like a new guy, you know, would have probably gotten all this gear already. Got, a, got an mm-hmm. audio interface, got a mic, you know, got a decent camera, you know, like, like or mm-hmm. a webcam. You know, now, mm-hmm. how do they set everything up to stream? What is, I guess, you know, just one and the best recommendation. I, I have an idea of a few, but mm-hmm. what is the best mm-hmm. uh, software or program or app to use to stream? And when we talk so stream here, that, uh, we're, we're talking, we're not streaming using our phone. We, you know, yeah. it, it means we are streaming yeah, like yeah. from proper equipment. Pro la, yes. Yeah. So you're streaming Semi-pro from a laptop or a computer. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The one I'm most aware is definitely a OBS studio. La. OBS. Yeah. That is probably the simplest way to start with. And it's quite uh, it's quite cool in the sense that you can put like your, your graphics and stuff. You can stand by like an intermediate video. Like, you know, you need to change the guitar. You need to take a toilet break in between your, your live stream. You can, you can yeah. immediately put in an ad in between sort of. And if you're running um, two different cameras, you can easily swap angle with... Uh, with OBS, with the, you know, with the, you can just assign a key to your keyboard. Yep. Like what I did with MacB once I joined him for a live stream lah at his barbershop. So we did like an acoustic duo thing. Yep, yep. So we had a, we had a mixer, you know, you put in a couple of guitars, a couple of vocals going all there. And then he had a couple of cameras, which goes into the USB capture card. Right. So we had two different angles and then uh, we had a wireless keyboard. So Nick Davis was helping out with the, with the camera placement. So we had one static camera so that's right. going all the time. So Nick was uh, holding the wireless keyboard and the camera, the other second cam. He right. would just shift angles and need to shift angle. He just press space bar, boom, go to the second angle. Right, right. And then he wants to move the second camera. He press space bar, go back to the main camera, shift the second camera, and then shift angle again. So it gives the illusion like there's five, six cameras, but actually right, there's only right. two. Right. One static and one guy constantly moving around, changing angle and okay, okay. Uh, hotkey <laughs> to change the angle. So right. that was really cool of him to help out during the live stream. Lah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it makes so much sense, you know, to to do that, you know, as but especially if you have somebody else to also help, lah, you know. But yeah. you know, if you're at home on your own, you know, OBS is the way to go. And OBS, yeah. you know, you can you can hook everything up easily. Like there are pl- options where you can just click. Okay, you want to stream to Facebook, or you want to stream to YouTube, mm. or you want to stream to Twitch, or whatever. All the presets are already there. You just need to yeah. key in all yeah. your details. You know, it's so much easier. Yeah. But there's one more question uh, which some people um, might not realize that 
we can also live stream to Instagram. And the easiest way to do that is to use this app called Yellow Duck. I mean, uh, that okay. app came out in April, uh, you know, after like, you know, the, the just a little bit after the pandemic started. Ah, um, okay. Yeah. So with Yellow Duck, you just need to uh, turn on your OBS, turn on Yellow Duck, and then uh, log into your Instagram, get the stream key and the server and all that, key it into uh, a custom uh, uh, stream key and server in OBS, yeah. and then just start streaming, and then it'll go on Instagram. You know, so you will still get good audio, good video, you know, except that it's oh, it's cool. 9 by 16, lah, you know. So I yes. think like a lot of people are actually wondering like, hey, how do I live stream on Instagram with super mm. killer audio and video, you know? So this is mm. the secret, guys. Yellow Duck is the way to go, but it's still using OBS. Cool. Okay, I also learned yeah. something already. Yellow Duck, <laughs> did not hear of this. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is like, there are other ways as well. There's other apps like Restream and stuff like that. Um, but mm-hmm. for me, when I look at the interface, it gets so complicated and I'm like, you know, I don't want to have like five different apps open just to get one thing working. You know, I want to yeah. always do it like the most minimalistic way as possible, the easiest and the mm. quickest way. You know, so Yellow Duck to Instagram is the way to go. So, yeah, man, we've just talked a little bit about, you know, every single thing, you know, uh, to do with streaming and, you know, the current climate of the the industry, like right here in Malaysia, you know, streaming is definitely the way to go. So, yeah, man, I I think that's that's pretty much it. I think that concludes the episode. Uh, Do you have anything else to to mention? (laughs) Uh, Pretty much, uh, that's about it, man. Um... Of course, I like to give advice to those who, you know, when you're just starting out, you've got to be patient with these kind of things. Using XLR, you're going to go into a uh, digital audio workstation, you want to do post-production. These kind of things take time. Yep. So, you know, you buy according to your means, you know, and then you learn as you go. Yeah, you know, you, you can't just be going on the web and going, like, what's the best microphone, you know? If there's such thing as the best microphone, everybody will be using the same mic. You know, yep. it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, different mics suit different individuals. They suit different purposes. So it's great that you start with what, what you can afford, learn how to use it, you know, then you will start realizing, hey, this is lacking something that I need in a different mic. You start learning those kind of things and you, you keep yep. upgrading. You keep upgrading your knowledge, you keep upgrading your skill and your equipment at the same time. And what's cool that we have so much, uh, you know, we have all this uh, use market, you know, the Facebook marketplace, you got Jam10, mm. you got Muda. If you're tired with one item, you can just easily sell the product and just go get another one after that. Yep, that's true. So that's the, the cool part about living in today's day and age. Lah. Yep. So that's about it lah, for yep. what I have to say with uh, you know this kind of stuff. Cool, man. Thanks so much for coming on the show. You know, I really appreciate it. You yep. know, your insight and you know how things are moving towards and all that. You know, it's it's really cool to hear from a pro like you. And I am quite sure mm-hmm. that our listeners will also benefit from this episode. So guys, look forward to the next episode. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be really cool. You know, the first couple of episodes are just you know just going at the fact that it is 2021 and how are we going to remain relevant? You know, as artists. So I'll see you guys in the next episode. Matt Props today from Music Bliss. Uh, yeah, I'll see you guys then. <laughs> Ciao. Take care. Bye.